Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Let's wind back the clock. The date, the 22nd of September, 1991. The venue, the Sydney Football Stadium with 41,815 fans. The event, the ARL Grand Final, and the two teams for the second year running, the Canberra Raiders and the Penrith Panthers. Our look at the game is through the eyes of Penrith legend and captain Greg Alexander. Mate, do you still look back and smile all these years later? Um, I do, Andy, and it's always at this time of the year, Grand Final week, you always catch a replay or a bit of the game on Fox. Um, and it does, you know, it makes you think about that day and that year and uh, the time we had. Um, but this this year, even more so with Penrith in the grand final, um, it brings back, you know, the memories are a little bit, little bit thicker and a little bit quicker. Is there one moment that stands out above others? Uh, in the, in the game, the grand, the, the, the grand final, um, not really, um, and I, I've I've forgotten a lot of the game. You know, you have to watch it to remember it. Yeah. Actually, um, but uh, you know, the the finish of it was um, the, well. The best I felt through that game was when I knew we we'd won the game, and that was kicking the goal after Royce's second try. Yep. You know, there was still three or four minutes left, but that was the moment where I knew that we had it won. So that stands out. Such an emotional win for the players, for their families, for the club and community of Penrith. And I think it is all encapsulated in that beautiful photo of you and mum, with mum leaning over the fence, giving you a kiss, tears in her eyes. It just shows how much sport can mean to all of us. Yeah, that's true, Andy. You know, and it's it's not, it wasn't just this, you know, the 15 players as it was back then um, mm. that took the field. Uh, you know, it wasn't even our team. It was. It meant so much more to to everyone else that had that had lived through the times out at Penrith, and you know, the club struggled for recognition and for respect for for twenty five years. Um, you know, for all the hard work that had gone before us, and you know, to remember those that that had gone, the the work done before us, and all the people that had supported Penrith over the years. It was you know finally their day. A few changes to the two sides from 12 months prior. To sum it up, you guys had a young playing roster, fearless, keen, ruthless, and a local bunch that were enjoying themselves. Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, you know, and you need all those ingredients to, to fall into place. Um, we had, as you said, some experience. And I, I, I was I wasn't young. That was you know, 91 was my eighth season. So, you know, I'd, I'd been around for a while. Um, Royce's last game. But, you know, we had a, a group of young players and a group of Penrith boys, basically, yeah. that had grown up together, um, you know, at different ages. We're, we're all sort of uh, had come through that Penrith, the Penrith juniors at, at different ages. Some had played together. I played with Fandy all my life, Johnny Cartwright. Uh, MG came through with a couple of others, um, you know. Then there was Ben and Scarter, Steve Carter, and, and others. But yeah, it was it was a good group, and it was a you know the perfect mix. And you need that to win a comp. Roycey Simmons saving the best to last. 
It mightn't have been his finest game, but two tries in the GF, what a way to go out. Yeah, he's pretty good, Simo. You know, yeah. if, you, if you had to, Bradley Clyde wasn't going, you know, didn't get the Clive Churchill medal. And, you know, I, I think voting errors were the only reason he got it. Yeah. You, you know, you, you couldn't have denied Royce. <laughs> Your last game, two tries. Um, and apart from the two tries, you know, he, he, he fired us up defensively in that second half when MG got binned. Um, you know, so it was it was a, a, a very fitting way for, for Royce to go out. Mark Guyer, of course, your brother-in-law. You've been mates for 40 years as well. What a day he had. Uh, very Mark Guyer, all in the headlines, but 10 minutes in the sin bin in a bloody grand final. I know. I know, and 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 um, you know, speaking about the grand final this week, I, MG was another one that could have easily won the Clive Churchill. He was yeah. involved in um, you know all the tries we scored, uh, the play that you know he came up with off the short drop kick from Scott Gale that led to Royce's try was just so MG. Yeah, but you're right, the ten minutes in the bin uh, shook the side up, but. It, it, you know, we were able to survive while he was off the field. And, and I think in the end, you know, it, it might have been a good thing, Andy. In hindsight, that the game changed then. They they dominated. Even though we scored first, they, they finished that first half on top. Uh, the second half, they didn't get out of their own, own 50-metre area. They, I don't know if they played the ball inside our half. And our defence was amazing. Um, we kept them pinned down there. It took a long time to break them down, but we were patient enough and, you know, we finally got it done. But, uh, yeah, MG was enormous that day. Another guy enormous and often doesn't get the raps I think he deserves, and he got your back level, Brad Izzard. Yeah, no, what a champion Wiz was. And I, I love playing with Wiz, and I, I will always say that, you know, as a halves combination... He was my favourite 5'8 to play with. He was, a, was such a great ball runner. Um, and, you know, he played State of Origin. Well, he played for New South Wales, you know, when he was 19. And probably should have had a, a more successful career than, than what he did. Probably should have played more rep football if, if in terms, that's what, if that's what you sort of, that's how you're measuring success. But, yeah, he was a great player. Came off the bench. Him and John Cartwright came off the bench. And that was another thing that I thought worked in our favour with uh, both Cardi and Wiz coming onto the field in the second half gave us a, a bit more punch. A forward pack that reads Paul Clark, Roy Simmons, Paul Dunn, Mark Geyer, Barry Walker, Cole Vandervoort. Gee, there's some tough there. And we talk about defence. We talk about that's how you win grand finals and big games. Uh, as a halfback, you'd feel a level of security playing with that bunch of six. Yeah, you know, they were, they were terrific. You know, Nobby Clark and Paul Dunn were, were good signings by the club. We needed front rowers that would take us, um, you know, we could play off the back of. And Nobby, Nobby was brilliant that year. I, he, arguably the best front row in the game uh, for 91. And uh, always landed, got half got through the defence uh, and gave us a quick play the ball and as a half I, I, I appreciated that Vandy was a champion you know he'd, he'd been around playing since since I played and so we, we'd sort of come through the, the, the juniors together and Barry Walker was a, a 
very good forward, uh, mobile, and tough. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was a good pack, and it needed to be because we're up against a side that, um, you know, had Stuart Daly, Meninga, Belcher, Clyde, Lazarus, Walters, um, you know, so that that's a pretty handy side, Gambra side, and and our blokes, our blokes more than held their own in the middle. Scores are locked at twelve all. Seven minutes remain. You're forty something meters out. It's the last tackle, and the ball goes to you. Have you ever hit a field goal any sweeter? Um, well, Andy, it was she was a, she was an ugly looking yeah. ugly looking kick. Um, and I was surprised in the end that it, that it made it. And it was a snap decision. I w- really wasn't thinking field goal because I thought we're too far out. Um, but there was no chase from the Canberra defence or, or it wasn't as quick as I thought it would have yep. been. Um, so I decided to have, have a crack. And uh, it was one of those floating drop kicks yep. that just kept floating and just kept going. But, yeah, it was good feeling. But... I, 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 there was no excitement in me at that stage, even though that you know we hit the front for the first time in the second half. It, um, you know, I knew there was a fair bit of work to do. So thirteen uh, twelve was was handy, but I knew it wasn't going to be enough. That last try to Roy Simmons, as you said, extremely important from Mark Guy, but the conversion from the sideline, the Eastern touchline at the old SFS. Run us through it, your memories. Well, I couldn't have hit that any sweeter. Yeah. That, that's the one that I that I absolutely nailed. Like that was from the sideline, and it was it it seemed like it was you know it was halfway up the uprights when it was still going through. So I absolutely nailed it, um, dead straight. Didn't move an inch. And um, you know, if ever you wanted to kick a kick your best or save your best to last, that was it. So you know, that put a seven in front with. Not enough time left on the clock for Canberra, but they did they did get the ball back from the kickoff. So God God knows how I would have felt if the kick had have missed and we're only up by five. But she was all over by then, Andy. Once that kick once it left my boot, I knew it was going through and um, the relief hit me. A magical moment, the nineteen ninety one grand final, Penrith nineteen twelve winners there first and a little bit of history. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Before you go, we'd love you to leave a five-star rating and review wherever you may be listening. Catch you soon, legends.